This is episode 28, and today we will talk about how do you make it through your gig. Welcome to Freya Singing Tips, the podcast. My name is Freya Casey, professional singer and vocal coach. I have been on stage my whole life, and I'm passionate about helping you discover the awesomeness in your own voice. Opera, musical theater, jazz, pop, folk, rock, I have done it all. And I want to give you golden nuggets of advice on how to be the master of your voice. If you have been on stage, whether it be with a band or as a soloist, you may have noticed sometimes that you do need some stamina and some endurance. And sometimes it is hard just because it goes on forever and you have to sing for a long time. It may even just be in a choir setting. And you ask yourself, how can I do it in a way that I can make it through without being hoarse the next day, first of all? And how can I make it through to where my voice at the end of the gig is just as strong and as good and has as much ease as in the beginning of the gig? And I want to give you some advice today, what I do and what has helped me a lot. But before I actually get into the subject matter, I want to tell you about my upcoming master classes. I have some master classes that are filled up right now, but I will start some more in January. You can apply for the master class on my website, FryAskSingingTips.com, and you just go to the Work With Me tab, scroll down, and you will find some information. The master class is designed for singers who really want to go to the next level. I will pick eight people that will be part of one master class, and we will meet on a weekly basis. Not only will we meet in a group setting online once a week, but you will also get one one-on-one -on -one coaching with me in the beginning of the whole program and one toward the end. The program will last for three months, which means you will have access to me for the whole three months. There will also be a private Facebook group that I will coach and you can upload videos, we will share and I want to just us to grow together and take you to the next level in your singing. So I'm taking applications right now. Registration is open, so you may want to go on the website. Now let's talk about how to make it through your gig. The main thing is to sing in a smart way. And that is something that I don't see a lot of singers do. What happens a lot of times, even when my students sing with their bands, the music is very loud and you just start at 100% and you stay at 100% energy from the beginning to the end. Now, while you want to be at 100% energy as far as the overall energy goes, you can't push your voice to where it's at 100% volume the whole time. It's just not possible. Just remember that your vocal cords, first of all, consist of muscles, but also consist of membranes. It's kind of like a skin tissue. And what happens if you push it too hard, it will really, really get worn out. There will start some calluses will build up on there. You don't want that to happen if you do it for longer periods of time. Also, your muscles get tired. The most important thing is to give your muscles relaxation in between. It may be as short as just a split second. The most important thing is not just to keep the pressure even the whole time. Have you ever tried just to take a bottle, like a full bottle of water, 
Stretch out your arm. Just hold it up. It is so hard. Try to hold it up for just 30 seconds. You will notice how heavy it gets. Try it for a minute. You will notice that it's almost impossible. And that's not because your muscles are weak. It's just because holding it in place for such a long time and keeping that tension without having any relaxation period in between, that is the hardest thing for your muscles. Keep that in mind when you sing. Even short moments of relaxing, of just getting rid of some tension will help you so much. What does that mean when you sing very demanding songs? That means even within those songs, you have moments to where you can relax a little bit. We have the set when I sing with a band toward the end when the party is really going on and everybody is just on the floor and partying and screaming and singing along. You just can't stop playing then. You just can't even stop the energy from flowing and just being high and getting higher and higher. So what we do, we do this block of music where there's all these rock songs. We do like I Love Rock and Roll, Simply the Best, Eye of the Tiger, ACDC, TNT, Highway to Hell, Let's Have a Party. All these things. It's like an hour. Almost all of the songs are sung by me just because they're high for the guys. So I would just have to kind of fight my way through that. And the way I actually make it to the end and then still to be able to sing the ballad that we usually do for closing, like something like The Rose or something... The way I make it through is to even within those high demanding songs, I look for little islands of relaxation for my vocal cords. It may be ever so subtle, but all those little islands of letting down the pressure and just taking it off for just a split second will help you to have a lot more endurance. Let me just give you an example. For example, when you sing, You're simply the best! Better than all the rest, better than anyone, anyone I'd ever met. What I just did is I had the same energy from the beginning to the end. First of all, it's very demanding on my vocal cords. And second of all, it's not very pretty musical phrasing. So what I want to do is, first of all, change the voice colors around as much as I can. What that will do, it will incorporate different muscles with every different voice color that I do. So there's always a different shape and a different combination of how the muscles work and what moves and what actually has tension. So that will already help you. You simply the best, better than all the rest, better than anyone, anyone ever met. So what I'm doing, I'm changing positions, changing voice colors. I'm also changing the degree of breathiness and chestiness. And that will help your vocal cords just to kind of always be pliable. It's kind of like a rubber band. I don't pull it the whole time. I'm just kind of pulling it and letting loose, pulling it and letting loose. And that will really make a big difference for you to make it through some of those songs for a long time. Another thing is, if you have a gig, sometimes with a band, we have a gig that's five, six, seven hours long. And while, of course, I don't sing all by myself for like seven hours straight, still, we mix it up. We mix up the songs to where in between there are some songs that are, you know, mix up some high ones with some lower ones with high energy, more belting type and more breathy type songs. And changing that up and having a good mix will really help your voice endure a lot longer than just doing the same thing over and over and over and over again. It'll just wear you out if you do that. 
Also, what I do when I do my solo act, when I play the piano and sing, I will a lot of times just start with very, very soft repertoire, which means I don't really need to warm up too much. If you have a really long gig and then you also do a long warm up, there's no need to do that. Save your voice for the gig and pick your beginning pieces the smart way. Pick some pieces that could function as a warm-up, which means they're not too high, they're not too belted out, they're not too loud, they're kind of on the relaxed side. I always love to do Just the Two of Us by Bill Withers because it's, it's a wonderfully relaxed and it's not too breathy, but it's like, I hear the crystal raindrops fall and the beauty of it all is when the sun keeps shining through. So that is one example that I use to have it more relaxed. And then I slowly work myself up to the more loud repertoire to where I have to do more high belted out notes. And then still in between, you know, when I, I always do it on a very spontaneous way. And with a band, we do too. We don't really have like the sets aren't set in stone. They're just like, okay, this is a possible set. And this is the order that we could possibly follow. But sometimes you think spontaneously just on the spur of the moment, ah, this song, I just don't know. I feel kind of tight vocally right now. So I'd rather not sing this one, but that one would be so much better and there are even songs that are have high energy that are sung in just a different way than one that's maybe just belted out really high that is demanding on the voice you may just pick one that is still high energy as far as the song itself goes but vocally a little less on the pushy side so mixing that up is so important and just listen to your own vocal cords I mean literally listen to what they're telling you and also here's another thing that I want to talk to you about it's the reset button. Sometimes, well, I call it the reset button. Sometimes what happens is that ah, you get yourself into this really tense place and you don't know how you got there, but you don't know how to get out. You sing some very demanding repertoire, like a song that is really hard for you. And then within the song, you notice it just gets tighter and tighter and tighter as the song goes on just because you just can't do it anymore you're pooped you're, you have no more strength and then it gets tighter and tighter and you just can't get out anymore and what I do is like I call it the reset button and you have to really train that I try to find this it's just like snap I try to snap out of the tightness by trying to concentrate you can train this to where you can do it in just a split second to concentrate on okay breathe deeply Relax, relax your body, your shoulders, make your abs tight, get your support tight, get in the good posture again, relax your neck, relax your jaw, relax anything that doesn't need tension in it and make tight what needs tension, like your support. And to get into this place of reset, it's like just like snap and then you got to get into that. It really help you get into this place to where you can start fresh. And you can actually train it to where you can do that in a split second. I can do it nowadays. You know that feeling when you just like you sing and you have something like, for example, with one of my students, I'm doing and I'm telling you I'm not going um, from Dream Girls. That is the hardest song ever. It goes higher and more crazy, like toward the end. It's, it's a lot of ad-libbing and it's a lot of shouting out and belting. And it needs to be that. It, it is so hard to make it through the end if you get yourself into this really tense and tight place. So what helps in between is just like do this snap and snap out of it while you just have the tiniest rest there and get that reset button started and 
start from ground zero. And sometimes it that's all it takes. You can train that and you need to train that. Sometimes we get ourselves into a position to where the voice is just too dark or something like that because we are so tired vocally and then we're in the whole wrong position. It has the wrong resonating space. Thus, it doesn't resonate anymore. It doesn't have any ping in it. So then we have to push even more and put more pressure on the vocal cords. It's kind of like a vicious cycle. Like one thing just leads into the next and it just causes the next bad habit and then there all of a sudden we stand singing and it's just feels terrible and it sounds terrible and we don't know how to get out of it that's where the reset button comes in and you can actually train that you want to save your vocal cords your vocal cords will be eternally thankful and i'm really big on being able to sing clear and clean for the rest of your life because that's healthy singing habits yes you can sing rough but then you still need to find that reset button even when you want to sing raspy on purpose and i've said it many times i think i believe that you can do that for a short period of time but any prolonged period of time where you have extreme raspiness even using your false vocal cords i just don't think that's the natural way your body is supposed to produce any sound it's just that it's just not so that is not the most healthy way in my opinion anyway you everybody has their own opinion but that is my that's how I feel my body and my voice and I want to be able to sing my opera arias until the end of my singing career and I can only do that if I really keep my vocal cords in a shape to where I can control the most subtle details and I can only do that if I don't abuse my vocal cords and make them do things that they're not meant to do naturally even your speaking voice you know there's certain things like the way I'm speaking to you right now that is just the way my vocal cords are made in order for me to communicate that's that's how mother nature made me that's how god made me that's how it's supposed to be i need my voice to communicate but i certain sounds are just not useful for anything like they're just like something like that why that's not healthy I believe it's not healthy and it doesn't feel comfortable and anything that's not natural to me doesn't sound as pretty as something that's natural. That's just my opinion. And yes, in natural, uh, like when you use your voice naturally, even when you're speaking, you do stuff sometimes to express things like, oh man, I'm oh, this is so crazy. I think that's within the parameters to where it's still healthy. You just have to follow your own feelings And I think you're the one who knows best what feels good to your vocal cords and what doesn't feel good. If you have any sensation of scratching and you have to cough or something, that's always a warning sign. Your body's trying to warn you, saying, stop that. It's not doing me any good and it's hurting me if you do that for a long time. So it's your body's warning signals to tell you, okay, I'm coughing just because I feel like there's something like a strange thing stuck in my throat and that's not supposed to be there. So I hope you're going to follow some of those uh, tips to make it through your next gigs or even just through a rehearsal. Sometimes even if with a band you don't sing forever and ever, but the rehearsals are sometimes forever and ever, it seems like. And sometimes there's just no other way. Like we sometimes have to just, we don't have five rehearsals, we just have one. And then following directly after the rehearsal we have the gig so there's tons of singing going on and sometimes you just have to do a lot of singing in one day just make sure you don't put too much pressure on your vocal cords well, 
Thank you so much for listening today. I have one more announcement to make before I close. I actually created an online course for you. It's called Seven Days to Perfect Support. And that ties in perfectly to what I was just talking about. Without support, all the technique isn't going to do you any good. Even the best relaxation in between. If you don't have support, you're not going to take the pressure off your vocal cords and that's what you want to do. So in order to help you get the perfect support, I created this online video course and there's a video for every day of the week. It's really, it's not only a course that shows you how, but it's real training. It's like a workout. You are going to work out and you're gonna, you're gonna feel the work that you have to put into it. So jump over to my website, FreyaSingingTips.com and you can get into the course for free. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope you're going to tune back in next Wednesday. And until then, don't forget, always keep a song in your heart and always keep on singing. Bye.